It's time for the Deschutes Brewery Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show. Brought to you by Fresh Squeezed IPA, Fresh Haze IPA, and Wowza, Locale Hazy Pale Ale. By Les Schwab, our business is earning your trust. By Pepsi Zero Sugar, all the flavor, zero the sugar. Official soft drink of the Idaho Steelheads. And Idaho Central Credit Union, the exclusive credit union provider of the Idaho Steelheads, Idaho Central Arena, and the Grove Hotel. Now, here's the voice of the Steelheads, Cam McGuire. Good evening, hockey fans, and welcome to the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Deschutes Brewery, family and employee-owned since 1988, one of the quintessential craft breweries of the Pacific Northwest. We're live in studio here tonight as the Steelheads getting set for a home three-game series against the Rapid City Rush beginning tomorrow night, Wednesday night, against the Rush, like we mentioned, 7-10 p.m. face-off as well as Friday and Saturday at the Idaho Central Arena. You can head to IdahoSteelheads.com for all the information or call 208-383-0080. Well, a lot to unravel here on tonight's show. We'll obviously pregame the three-game series against the Rapid City Rush, and tomorrow night begins a stretch of six straight games between Rapid City and Idaho. Some familiar faces for Rapid City, Scott Burt, who's in his second year behind the bench for the Rush, longtime player here in Idaho as well as an assistant coach. We'll hear from Scott Burt coming up later on on tonight's show. We'll also sit down with Steelheads head coach Everett Sheen and get his thoughts on this past weekend. The Steelheads' home opener was this past Friday night. Unfortunately, they fell 2-1 to one to Utah, but a sellout crowd on Friday night. It was a little different than last year's home opener. Obviously, a 7-3 win Last year, but this year, like we just mentioned, a 2-1 loss to Utah. Fortunately enough, Steelheads were able to come away with the victory on Saturday night in front of another large crowd of 4,500-plus, a 4-0 victory. We'll recap that one for here coming up in just a minute or so. So on tonight's show, obviously, like we mentioned, we'll preview the upcoming series against Rapid City. We'll get the thoughts from both perspectives, from Idaho's bench boss, Everett Sheen, and Rapid City's bench boss, Scott Burt. We'll recap the opening weekend coming up just here. We'll also take a look around the league with our ECHL plays of the week, and we'll focus more specifically and see how the Mountain Division is faring just a couple of weeks into the ECHL season. What well, stands right now, the Steelheads with a 2-2 two and two record. We mentioned last Friday night a 2-1 loss on the home opener, but Saturday night was a little different story for the Steelheads as Jake Kupski would post a 23-save shutout. It was just his first... Uh, performance our first game of the year we should say on on Saturday night in that four nothing win over Utah we'll hear from Jake Kupski briefly coming up as well but if you missed Saturday night's game after the first period there was no score between the Steelheads and the Grizzlies Steelheads held the advantage in shots nine to six we have to fast forward all the way to the 545 mark of the second period Colton Keller would get his fourth goal of the season Elton bites over for Kudla, racing in, in front for Keller, they score! That, my friend, was pretty. It's a power play goal from Colton Keller, 5.45 to go in the second, and the Steelheads take a 1-0 lead. So it was just a night removed from the Steelheads only putting up one goal, and that one goal on Friday night came from Ryan Domowski with just 
13 seconds left. We'll highlight Ryan Domowski later. He's le- uh, tied for the league lead in goals with five. So the Steelheads were able to break the code of Lucas Parikh, who made 38 saves for Utah on Friday night. Colton Keller, like you just heard right there, made it one nothing with just 545 left in the second period on Saturday. And it didn't take long for the lead to rise up to two as Jade Miller would strike for his second of the year. The defender, Pouncey, as it's sticked away by Becker, who moves it along for Miller. Steelheads looking to push the pace. Miller down the left side. Walker to the high slot. Miller finds Walker. He scores! Steelheads are going to take a 2-0 lead with 2.52 remaining in the second. Despite being outshot 14-8 in that second period, Jake Kupski was able to turn aside all 14 shots. That he saw in that middle frame. Steelheads took the 2-0 lead to the locker room after 40 minutes of play. And this was probably the biggest goal of the night because Ryan Demowski would make it 3-0 67 seconds into the third. Pelton Bice who drops back for Cudlin. Nifty move. Quick shot. Rebound. Demowski. He scores. What a pass from Ty Pelton Bice to Ryan Demowski. And the Steelheads take a 3-0 lead a minute and nine seconds into the third. Well, he mentioned it during the game. That was a score from Ryan Demowski that Steelheads fans were going to want to remember. Obviously, making it 3-0 there is a different story. You know, if Utah comes down and scores, and then it's just a one-goal game. But Demowski took the matters into his own hands like he has this year so many times already through just four games, Ryan Demowski. Tied for the league lead with five goals, and he's tied for fourth overall with eight points. That's five goals, eight points in four games for Ryan Demowski. Later on in the third period, about halfway uh, through the final frame, Steelheads would tack on what we would call an insurance goal as Jack Becker would get his first of the campaign. Colton Keller for Jack Becker. Steps in, fires, he scores! Becker finished the night with a goal and an assist for his first multi-point game of his professional career. He came on late last year after finishing his one year at Arizona State, spent the previous four years at the University of Michigan. So the Steelheads, you know, they, they held Utah to just three shots on net in the third period. We'll hear later on from head coach Everett Sheen about how the Steelheads were able to play so well defensively on Saturday night. And Jake Jake Kupski made 23 saves for his first shutout of the season. It was his first game of the campaign, and here's what Kupski had to say after the game on Saturday night. Yeah, it was was huge. Obviously, uh, to split the weekend, uh, we needed one tonight, and I think after last night we were a little hungry, so we had everyone firing on all cylinders. It was was awesome to to get a win here on Saturday night. Yeah, obviously it feels awesome, Uh, but anytime we put up a a goose egg there, it's all, all accolades to the guys in front of me. Um, just try to be big and boring in the net for them, uh, get whistles when I could, and like I said, like it was a team effort, so it was huge to, to get the first one out of the way, and we'll keep on rolling from there. So Kupski, he's one for one, one game, one win, one shutout, and 23 saves under his belt. So the Steelheads were able to grab the weekend split this past weekend at the Idaho Central Arena, a night removed from falling 2-1 to one on Friday night in front of a sold-out crowd. Saturday night, they followed it up with a 4 nothing win over the Utah Grizzlies. Well, Steelheads forward Colton Keller is off to a hot start 
this season. Keller's got four goals in just as many games. He's got six points overall as well. He played in his 100th professional game on Friday night. We had a chance to catch up with Colton Keller briefly after Saturday's game to get his thoughts on the big win Saturday night. Uh, you know, it was tight. It took a while to uh, to break open there, like I said. But you know, we just wanted to keep it simple. Um, you know, I like going to the net, and that's that's what happened on that goal. You know, ties ties a distributor. He makes a great play in the neutral zone, finding Cuds, and you know, Cuds' skill. He put one right on the platter for me, so it was perfect. So the Steelheads right now currently in first place in the Mountain Division with a three and one record uh, overall. Getting set for the three game series this week at the Idaho Central Arena against the Rapid City Rush. Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday night at 7, 10 p.m. Before we take our first time out here on the other side of the break, we'll hear from Steelhead's head coach, Everett Sheen. We mentioned Colton Keller, Ryan Demowski, and a newcomer to the team this year, Ty Pelton Bice. Bice has five assists through four games this year. That line together, who's they've played together the first four games of the season. Collectively, they have 19 points combined. Demowski with eight, Keller with six, and Ty Pelton Bice with five. With that being said, we'll take our first time out here. On the other side of the break, we'll sit down with Steelheads head coach Everett Sheen. You're listening to the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Deschutes Brewery, right here on Sports Radio 95.3 FM, The Ticket, and 13.50 AM. Steelheads fans, as you listen to this broadcast, did you know you're close to a delicious Deschutes Brewery beer? Like Fresh Haze, an ultra-juicy, hazy IPA exploding with orange citrus, Hey, real quick, did you know that the oils in orange peels are flammable? I'm serious. Maybe try it sometime. Eh, on second thought, maybe not. Anyway, the juicy citrus flavor of Fresh Haze is out of this world and available everywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Deschutes Brewery, Bend, Oregon. It comes with the territory. Hi there. It's Les Schwab Tires. Well, more like Les Schwab alignment and brakes and shocks and wheels and tires. Now, some tire places don't offer all that. They only sell tires. And we're not sure how they sleep at night because all those services affect things like steering and stopping. That's why we offer more than tires to help keep you safe. Stop by or book an appointment at LesSchwab.com. Les Schwab Tires, doing the right thing since 1952. The defending Mountain West basketball champion Boise State Broncos take on Washington State out of the Pac-12 in the Capital City Classic presented by Idaho Central Credit Union. It tips off Saturday, November 12th at 5 at Idaho Central Arena. Tickets start as low as $30 and can be purchased at IdahoCentralArena.com and Ticketmaster.com or by calling 208-331-TIXS. The Broncos and Cougs clash in downtown Boise, Saturday, November 12th. All right, I'm thinking we order some pizzas, drink an ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, and then party till dawn, man! <sighs> when I'm in my jammies. For everyone whose wild night ends promptly at 9 p.m., you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar, that's what I like. <sighs> Dear Idaho, we live in a time where each passing moment is posted. Opinions are debated. Integrity of information becomes diluted and distorted. The arguments may be temporary, but the stories carry permanence in shaping how we think. The future is not set in stone, but our present is printed in ink. Idaho Press, local news worth holding. My name is Angie, and I smoked for 25 years before I finally quit. Honest attempts, I would have to say at least a dozen. 
I've smoked all my daughter's life. Even said that she'd give up her birthday presents if I'd quit, and that broke my heart. I don't feel like I have that ugliness tethered to me anymore, and the only way to get rid of it is to go through some discomfort for a little while, and trust me, the discomfort is completely worth it. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit projectfilter.org. This is the sound of people learning. Gamers gaming. Patients consulting. How's he doing? A lot better. Friends bonding. This is the sound of fast, reliable internet with speeds up to one gig and whole home Wi-Fi so all your devices stay connected. This is the sound of Sparklight, a stronger connection. Up to 940 megabits per second download and 50 megabits per second upload speeds for gig service. Sparklight modem required for whole home Wi-Fi. Visit sparklight.com for details. As CEO of Jack in the Box, I'm proud to announce the double bonus Jack combo. With double the beef and double the cheese, you're going to feel like you're seeing double or, you know, eating double. Either way, not bad for $5.99. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. Back here on the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Deschutes Brewery, family and employee-owned since 1988, one of the quintessential craft breweries of the Pacific Northwest. Cam McGuire with you here live inside the KTIK studios as the Steelheads getting ready to kick off a three-game a homestand against the Rapid City Rush this Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at the Idaho Central Arena, 7-10 p.m. face-offs for all three of those games. Tomorrow night, Wednesday night, is buy one, get one beer. So head on down to the Idaho Central Arena and cheer on the Steelheads, who are currently in first place in the Mountain Division, 3-1 and one through their first four games. A uh, weekend sweep two weekends ago in Coralville, Iowa, and then a series split this past weekend in Boise, a loss Friday night, 2-1 against the Grizzlies. But they followed it up on Saturday night with that 4 nothing win over Utah. We had a chance to uh, check in with Steelheads head coach Everett Sheen to get his thoughts on Friday night's game, a game that he thought that the team didn't necessarily play bad by any means, but definitely not up to standard. And he was really happy with how the team performed on Saturday night, liked how the team Got to the net a little bit more. That was something Friday night that was lacking. Lucas Parikh, he made 38 saves for Utah, but it, uh, the coaching staff felt that they didn't take away the eyes of the big goaltender and didn't generate many secondary chances, but obviously things changed on Saturday night. Here's the Steelheads head coach, Everett Sheen. Sheen Sheener will talk about this. Uh, it's almost like a little playoff series against Rapid City, but want to look back to this past weekend. Obviously, a 2-1 loss on Friday where you thought your team didn't necessarily play bad, but not definitely your best performance, and then followed up on Saturday with a 4-0 shutout. Uh, Jake Kupski, 23 saves. But first, before we get into the more positive night, Saturday night, let's just look back to Friday here and just talk about that. We talked about a little bit Saturday morning. Not a bad game, but certainly not your best showing. Yeah, kind of like we addressed on Saturday morning there. Um, definitely didn't think we played bad. Um, you know, we worked hard, we competed, we finished checks. Uh, I don't think we worked smart, uh, which didn't allow us a lot of sustained, you know, ozone time or puck possession time, which is kind of what we base our game off of. So we cleaned up a few things. Um, you know, like I said, wasn't down on the team at all. Uh, it's early in the season, so mistakes were made. But then we, we cleaned it up and came out ready to go the next night. Well, one thing you had to like about Friday, too, is kind of the way you guys – Ended that game, it seemed like there was a lot of push in that third period and with 16 shots on net, it just seemed like he couldn't finally break that code of uh, Utah goaltender Lucas Parikh, but finally broke it on Saturday night. 
Yeah, that was nice to score six on five. Um, you know, it was a little late, but, you know, it's always fun to get a chance to score in the last minute, and, you know, we were successful there. But kind of like we also uh, talked about on Saturday, a lot of our chances were just one-and-dones um, with not a lot of traffic. So we generated a lot of shots, just not a lot of second and third opportunities, which I thought we did a much better job of the following night. Yeah, what did you think of Saturday night? Obviously, it seemed like you guys got to the net a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. We made it uh, tougher on, on Perrick there to make some saves and got rewarded some good net drives, um, you know, and just everything kind of seemed to flow well. We were exiting our zone well. We were entering their zone well and uh, sustaining some ozone time and wearing them down. Well, it's a pretty even period, per se, on Friday or on Saturday, at least the scoreboard read that, and then, you know, battled through the second period, and with a couple minutes left, we're finally able to break uh, break through Colton Keller, a power play goal at 14-15, and then 2:53 later, Jade Miller would find the back of the net. So that was a really good to, good way to end the period. Oh, absolutely! It's always good to get that first one, and especially on the power play. You know, like you said, we've been generating some good chances. Just you know, we didn't score though on the Friday night, but to get rewarded, especially off the rush on a breakout like that, and. You know, Kells has been going to the net hard, and he's been getting rewarded uh, for doing so. And it was nice to, to see him pop that first one. And then, you know, a guy like Jade who works hard and does all the little things right and, you know, is a big piece for a team, for him to get rewarded by throwing one on net there, it was nice as well. Yeah, you mentioned Colton Keller. Four goals uh, so far this season. He's at a point in every game. And we talked about it Saturday uh, night during the game, but Ryan Domowski, 67 seconds into the third period to make it 3 nothing. And you look back, at it, that's a really big goal. And, you know, they score, it's 2-1, but now it's 3 nothing. And that, you know, I feel like after that 3 nothing, that's when it really started to kind of sink in and feel like you guys had control. Yeah, it was a really pretty goal too. Yeah. <laughs> But it's always nice, especially going to the third with a, a two-goal lead or any type of lead, it's, it's good to come out and assert yourself um, rather than sit back. So I was, I was happy of our guys coming out the way we did and, and getting rewarded like that. And then, I, like you said, it kind of just felt like we took over the third and just played our game and didn't give them a chance. Once again, we're here with Steelheads head coach Everett Sheen before the Steelheads began a home three-game series this week against the Rapid City Rush Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday night. Still looking back here on Saturday night, it seemed like you really slowed them down in the third period after allowing 14 shots in the second. They only got three on net in the third. Did you guys change anything differently, or is just you guys just settled in more? I think we cleaned up our coming out of our zone, actually. You know, in the second period there, we were extending their ozone time a lot by mismanaging pucks and, you know, not making the right decisions. And then we talked about it in the third, and we came out and, and executed that and really just when they don't have the puck, it's tough for them to make a comeback. So I thought we did a, a tremendous job of hemming them in their zone, um, coming out clean, um, possessing the puck, and not giving them a chance. 3 nothing, like we mentioned, after that goal from Domowski. And then how about Jack Becker's score about halfway through the third? I think my ears are still ringing. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a loud ping off the crossbar. That kid can shoot the puck. So it's nice for him to get his first one of the year. I know that was a big weight off his shoulders because he's been generating a lot of chances. But, yeah, he's got a heavy, heavy shot. Yeah, good to see him get rewarded, like you mentioned. But obviously, this one of the storylines. There was a lot of storylines on Saturday night. But Jake Kupski making his season debut in between the pipes and went out there and uh, just cool, calm, collective, 23 save shutout. Not too shabby, huh? Yeah, that's that's Cupper for you. Um, he's very calm, cool, collected off the ice as well. So carries on to his on ice play, and for him to be rewarded like that on a Saturday night here in front of the home crowd is. Uh, very nice for him you know he works hard he's a consummate professional and he takes a lot of pride in uh, playing here in Boise so it was nice nice to see looking ahead here to Rapid City we mentioned earlier it's going to be six straight games 
against the rush. Have you ever coached a, coached a game or played the game where you've faced the same opponent six different times? Or every, six times in a row, I should say? Every year. Yeah. Uh, it always happens. You know, my, one year when I was the assistant coach, actually, we played uh, Colorado nine of 12 games, including a six in a row. Um, so it's uh, it's not uncommon, especially in our division. It's just is what it is. Um, so we got to take advantage and, you know, as cliche as it is, take it one game at a time, really. Special teams have been pretty solid so far to start the season, especially the penalty kill, only allowing one goal on 16 chances. Anything differently from last year that, that uh, the Steelheads are doing or just things are clicking? We uh, we, we adjusted a bit in the, in the offseason on how we do want to kill penalties, um, and the guys have been executing that quite well. Uh, we have a very smart hockey group, um, so you know they any minor adjustments we need to make, they pick up pretty quick and, uh, just an overall sense of pride in those guys getting out there and killing the penalties, you know, blocking shots, getting our clears. Um, they're doing a great job so far. Four games into the regular season for the Idaho Steelheads. Three wins, three wins in the first two weekends. Rapid City coming in uh, this week with a 2-2 two and two record. And this is a uh, somewhat of a different look team from last year, obviously with the new affi affiliation this year with Calgary. And right now they've got a ton of affiliated players on their team of Anything you've been able to to see from them through their first four games? They're pretty skilled. Um, you know, like you said, a lot of affiliated players, which uh, I think is probably the first for Rapid City ever since I've been here. Um, good affiliation for them with Calgary. And, yeah, they're big and skilled and fast, and it's going to be a really good test for us um, because I, I say we're the same. Uh, we match up quite well. You know, very familiar with, with Birdie there in Rapid as we coach together, so we have a lot of the same philosophies, and uh, it will almost be like playing ourselves a little bit. Any banter yet back and forth with Birdie, or it's been pretty quiet? Pretty quiet, yeah. We, we talk a lot in the summer and the offseason, but, yeah, once the season started, not uh, we'll chat when he gets here, but that's about it. Right, exactly. It's it's business as usual. And, you know, a couple of, a couple of new news. On Sunday, uh, you guys acquired Zane Franklin from the Reading Royals in exchange for future considerations. Uh, he's got five points in four games already. Some fans might know him. Well, they might not know him from their days with Allen two years ago when the Steelheads didn't play, but this is a, a pretty pretty big pickup here. Yeah, I, I like his game, actually. Um, that year he played in Allen, I was on him uh, before we got shut down, so I unfortunately didn't have a chance to to sign him. But, you know, he's a gritty player. He's got skill. He can play in any role, any situation. Um, he's a feisty player. I know the fans are going to like that. Uh, he's not afraid to drop him if he needed too but he could also put the puck in the back of the net so uh i think it's a good addition uh for our group and just to really make us more solid here on tuesday night halloween yesterday i know you had some plans uh planned out for halloween yeah trick-or-treating uh with the, the family you know going as uh, the batman family basically <laughs> basically so uh but yeah our toddler he's he was really excited and really enjoyed himself awesome well sheener best of luck this uh week against rapid and uh keep it going thanks a lot cam that was Steelheads head coach Everett Sheen previewing this week's three-game set against the Rapid City Rush. You heard also a beginning a six-game series against Rapid City. Steelheads on the road next weekend, uh, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday in Rapid City. But home this week, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at the Idaho Central Arena. It's it's going to be almost like a mini playoff series, and it's the first of ten meetings this year between, between Idaho and uh, and Rapid City. So we'll see how the first six games go over the next two weeks or so. But you heard some new faces coming to the Steelheads here this week, obviously with the addition of Zane Franklin. This is a player that uh, around the league people are very high on. I know 
in the dressing room. People are very high on him. Franklin led the Allen Americans in penalty minutes uh, the year the Steelheads did not play in 2020-21. He had 125 penalty minutes in 60 games. He also had nine goals and 32 points. He was teammates with now Steelheads defenseman Matt Register. So there's some history there between those two players. And like you heard, Franklin had four games with Redding this year, one goal and five points. So Zane Franklin going to be the newest Idaho Steelhead, as we should say. But also today, the Texas Stars loaning defenseman Michael Caro to the team. Caro, uh, six foot two. Uh, right-handed, left-handed shot. Uh, he hails from Green Bay, Wisconsin, under an AHL contract with the Texas Stars. Played 37 games last year at Michigan Tech, had 10 points, and then made his uh, pro debut last last season, last spring, we should say. 13 games with Texas. He had a goal and assist in his pro debut and finished the year with five points. So the Steelheads getting some reinforcements from their affiliate down with the Texas Stars. Still a lot to come on tonight's show. Like we said, we'll hear from Rapid City Rush head coach Scott Burt. We'll take a look around the league, and we'll also tell you about some upcoming events at the Idaho Central Arena as the Steelheads have three home games this week, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, but then they hit the road for six straight. We'll take a pause in the action here on the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Deschutes Brewery on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 13.50 AM, the ticket. Mm-mm-mm. That's exactly what the Flavor Doctor ordered. A harmonious match of hot, delicious pizza and ice-cold, refreshing Pepsi. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Last year, over 349,000 people saw a doctor at St. Luke's. They came for a variety of reasons. More than 8,000 came to have babies, some 3,000 for pediatric surgery. Most came to St. Luke's by appointment. Others, around 125,000 of them, arrived unexpectedly at one of our emergency departments. And despite the numbers, every patient we see at St. Luke's, we see as an individual, a person with a unique situation needing special attention and deserving personal care. And because of the numbers, St. Luke's offers every single patient more experience, more knowledge, more understanding, and more resources than any other healthcare system in Idaho. How do we do it? Lots of reasons. But high on the list are the more than 900 well-trained, highly qualified doctors on our medical staff who work together to care for our patients. St. Luke's, our experience makes your experience better. This season, the Idaho Steelheads are celebrating their 25th year on the ice. It's uh, like a silver season celebrating hockey in downtown Boise. And you get to be part of the action at Idaho Central Arena. Hockey lover or not, there's one hockey night you're going to love. Wednesday nights. 10 games, 10 opportunities to hold my beer. Or shall I say, hold my beers. This season, Wednesday games mean BOGO at Idaho Central Arena. Double fist it or share with your bestie. Domestic drafts are buy one, get one free. Hey, no, two beers are better than one. What better way to crest that midweek hump than at a Steelheads game with your friends and a twofer on domestics? Buy one, get one free. All right, all together now. Hold my beers. Get ticket info and game schedule at IdahoSteelheads.com or call 208-331-TIXS. Hi there. 
It's Les Schwab Tires. Well, more like Les Schwab alignment and brakes and shocks and wheels and tires. Now, some tire places don't offer all that. They only sell tires. And we're not sure how they sleep at night, because all those services affect things like steering and stopping. That's why we offer more than tires to help keep you safe. Stop by or book an appointment at LesSchwab.com. Les Schwab Tires, doing the right thing since 1952. At Brady, they provide supplies and services for cleaning professionals. Their dedication makes their customers more successful and allows everyone they work with to truly shine. Brady is a proud supporter of the Idaho Steelheads. Thank you to all the fans for making the Brady Cleanup Program such a huge success. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com and see you at the next Steelheads game. As we grow up, our relationship with money grows up too. We stop believing in the magic and start to understand the value of earning. We graduate from after-school chores to full-time grown-up gigs, and money gets more complicated. Whether you're launching your first lemonade stand or just trying to get ahead, we believe every Idahoan can achieve financial success. Idaho Central Credit Union, looking after your daily balance. In sports, the last two seconds of a game can determine the champion. The last two words of a name can have the same impact. At Blue Cross of Idaho, it's the of Idaho part of our name that defines our mission. We are Blue Cross of lifting communities up and fighting to keep healthcare costs down. We're Blue Cross of Idaho, born of the people and places we know best and proud sponsors of the Steelheads. Learn more at bcidaho.com. Hear that? It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Cam McGuire back with you here on the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Deschutes Brewery, family and employee-owned since 1988, one of the quintessential craft breweries of the Pacific Northwest. Well, the Idaho Steelheads right now 3-1 and one through their first four games and three games this weekend in downtown Boise at the Idaho Central Arena. It begins tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Buy one, get one beers as the Steelheads kicking off a six-game series against the Rapid City Rush it all begins tomorrow. Well, the Rapid City Rush have a lot of new faces this year, a new affiliation. Last year, they were with the Arizona Coyotes as they were for the previous three seasons. But this year, they went north of the border as they've teamed up with the Calgary Flames in the National Hockey League in their first year in the AHL, the Calgary Wranglers. Right now, the Rapid City Rush have nine contracted players on their roster, all on AHL contracts with the Wranglers. So we'll see some new faces here this weekend in downtown Boise, but one of the familiar face we're going to see not on the ice, but behind the bench is going to be former Steelhead Scott Burt, who spent 
parts of seven seasons here with the Steelheads as a player from 2001 to 2007, a pair of Kelly Cup championships, 251 games collectively, 57 goals, and 144 points. His uh, jersey number retired in the rafters in the Idaho Central Arena. Burt last year was in his first year as head coach with the Rush. He uh, spent the uh, 1920 season here in Idaho as an assistant under current head coach Everett Sheen. Burt uh, took the Rapid City Rush to the playoffs last year, and they had racked up a lot of wins they did, and they set a lot of career marks for a Rush team that had struggled the previous couple of years. And Burt, uh, earlier this summer, was promoted to not only head coach like he served as last year, but also general manager. Rapid City right now, 2-2 two and two through their first four games. They've uh, been able to uh, win on Friday and lose on Saturday. Last week they had a split, or pardon me, the other way around, win on Friday, lose on Saturday in both of their series. They split last week uh, with the Kansas City Mavericks. They opened up their 2022-23 campaign two weeks ago in rapid and split with the Utah Grizzlies. We had a chance to catch up with Scott Burt, get his thoughts on coming back to Boise, and talk about his team through their first four games. Welcome back to the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show brought to you by Deschutes Brewery. The Steelheads getting set to take on the Rapid City Rush this week at the Idaho Central Arena Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday night. Join now with head coach of the Rapid City Rush, Scott Bird. And Birdie, thanks for hopping on here. Just wanted to get uh, your two senses of your guys' start to the season as well and obviously talk about you coming back to some uh, familiar territory here uh, in Boise. So looking back at this past weekend, uh, a split with Kansas City, uh, on Friday night, it looked like a little bit of a shootout, a 6-4 win for you guys. Yeah, you know what? I, uh, uh, I'll i even go back to the first weekend. Uh, I actually thought, uh, because we didn't have any exhibition games, uh, that we would be a little bit slow right out of the gate there and a little lethargic. Uh, we actually got off to a really good start, and then our guys thought maybe it was going to be a little bit easy there. Uh, you know, and then uh, Utah, we, we all know they got a lot of firepower. They kind of took control of the second uh, second period there, and then uh, our guys decided to wake up for the third. So so for us, that was good in game one. Game two was a little different story. We sat in the penalty. So game two, uh, we sat in the penalty box uh, nine times. And, you know, I think it, we had to kill a five-minute major off. So, uh, you know, I kind of took the, the wind out of our sails a little bit, but we were still in the hockey game, still had a chance to, uh, to come back. You know, we lost 3-2. Um, and we still had some great A opportunities to, uh, to win that game. But, you know, we, we shut ourselves there sitting in the penalty box. Move over to, uh, obviously, game one. Um, you know, with, with us, you know, there's a little bit of nerves ready to go. Um, you know, I, again, Kansas City, give them all credit. They played two heck of hockey games. They were, they were really good. They were really structured. Different team than uh, anybody saw last year, right? So uh, they got some good, uh, good players, some good weapons. Uh, and some guys that can play with pace. Um, so, yeah, we got down early there and, and uh, decided to score four goals in the second period and, and uh, you know, come back a little bit in the uh, third period where they had a little bit of jump, a little bit of push, like we knew they were going to do. Most teams do that, and we held them off. And then, obviously, that second game for us was a little bit different. Uh, we had a jersey retirement ceremony, kind of took the wins out of our sails. Obviously, what's different about that, it was for the assistant coach for their team. So, uh, you know, they were going to come out and play, and they, they came out and they were physical on us and and uh, 
got two goals in the second period. You know, then you know, the, kind of the backbreaker was the one with seven seconds or point seven seconds left. Um, and we we hit a couple posts and we had some chances. We just couldn't bury the puck and obviously got an empty netter at the end. But uh, you know, I, I didn't like our our first period there in that second game against Kansas City due to the fact of you know sitting around for fifteen minutes. Um, but you know, our guys came back second and third. We just, we didn't, uh, generate, uh, what we needed to generate to, uh, get pucks on that. So through four games this season, you mentioned no preseason games for you guys. You got a split in both, uh, weekends, Utah last weekend, then most recently this past weekend, as we'll call it against Kansas city. And things are a little different for you guys this year, obviously with the, the new affiliation with Calgary. And right now you guys have a, a surplus of contracted players on your roster, just kind of talk about uh, the makeup a little bit and obviously the new affiliation. I mean, the affiliation is good. Um, you know, I'm familiar with the coaches in the American League and, and a couple in the NHL. So, you know, it's a good relationship that way. Um, what's new to me is dealing with this many players. Um, you know, and, and uh, one of the big things what we do have with this group is the understanding of when they're with here with Rapid City they understand it could be a little bit different systems and the attitude of the players coming down. We have a couple guys in NHL contracts, uh, um, you know, uh, which is good with that, but it also could go a different way too. Now they're young. They're both 21. I think the two NHL guys we have, the rest are American league guys are, that are still 20, 21 years old. So um, for us, it's good. Uh, but a lot of these guys have come out of junior hockey. So as much as everyone says, Oh, you guys got nine guys on contracted players we got six guys that are 21. Right. Uh, yeah, there's 21 and below, right? Or 22 and below. So uh, these guys are young guys. And, and our job here is to break that foundation of where they came from and understanding what structure, what we need to do to get them to buy into, um, you know, playing the way we want to play. So, so that's a little bit challenging. And we have a couple older guys on two-way contracts that, uh, you know, they want to get their opportunity in the American Hockey League. And, we haven't had anybody called up yet, but it's earlier in the season and their chance is going to come. Uh, but it's everybody being on that same page and understanding. There's a lot of meetings that go on, especially with me, um, just to make sure everyone's buying into what we preach daily. And uh, so far, so good with our group. Once again, we're here with Rapid City Rush head coach, Scott Bird. And uh, Birdie, obviously coming back to Boise, and I know it's always uh, you always love coming back here. Just kind of talk about uh, coming back to a place that's uh, close to your heart. Yeah, well, to me, it's a second home, that's for sure. I, I spend a lot of my time in the summer there. Um, even last year, I think we, we got back for 10 days or something like that. Spent four days up in McCall and I think another seven days, seven, seven eight days there in, in Idaho so or in Boise. So so, you know, it is a second, second home for, for myself and my family with, with the friends that we have there and, and uh, you know, the people we like to come back and see, right? So, uh, but it is, it's special every time we get an opportunity to come back. Um, you know, it, it, it holds, a, a Boise holds a, uh, uh, a real big spot in my heart uh, for the opportunity that I had to play there and obviously come back to coach there and, and just the friends and family that we have there. So, for me, it's, it is, it's kind of like a homecoming. I, I love coming back to Boise and uh, I think most teams do. I, I think for me, it's a little bit different uh, that I get to spend some time with, with some friends and, and family and then see some of the familiar faces that uh, uh, I see daily, you know, working with Everett and, and, and Keenan uh, and doing our hockey school that we do up in McCall, 
you know, I like coming back and seeing the kids, the kids that, you know, we have had the opportunity to grow up under us as, as, as coaches as well and working with their, their skill set. So for me, it's seeing everyone when I come back. Just a couple more for you here. Uh, obviously, this is kicking off a uh, six consecutive games between Rapid City and Idaho. So it's almost like a, a mini playoff series early on here in the season. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It, I mean, it's you better wrap it up now. You know, uh, Idaho, uh, again, at the top of the division, they're, they're a high-skilled team. Everett's got them playing the right way. And uh, we, I, I believe we match up really good with them. I think both teams are... <laughs> Uh, constructed pretty much the same way, um, you know, and, and I think their coaching staff and our coaching staff uh, believes in the same uh, same structure, same situation, or, or, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, for us, it's it's coming in there and, and just being us and, and being who we are as, as a group. And, um, you know, we hold Idaho high up within the league, and, and they are. You know, I think they had an off year last year, but Nonetheless, they uh, they can burn you at any way, and they're getting good goaltending. Their their decor is really well uh, set up and structured, and and the forwards, uh, you know, they can score and they play with pace and they know what to do with the puck when they need to do it. And you guys obviously picked up a a, a good player in, in Zane Franklin that I've had the opportunity to to coach against in the Western League. So, uh, you know, he's going to be good. He's going to be a fan favorite for you guys there, and and uh, you know, I think it just matches up. Every team in this division is tough to play against right now. Everything that I've seen is uh, um, is high energy, so uh, you can't take a day off for sure. Talked with Sheena earlier this morning. Obviously, uh, Halloween here tonight. I think his family is going with the the Batman theme. I think he's dressing up as Robin. You got any any plans tonight? Any costumes uh, that are gonna be out in the streets? Well, my wife uh, enters a lot of costumes. She makes all her own for our daughter. So she is a, uh, a I want to say like a creepy dwarf, uh, lucky charm. I don't even know what they call them. Almost lucky like leprechaun. Hey, hey. a little bit. Very close. Yeah, right. So <laughs> um, it's actually, she's, the, the costume's unbelievable. Uh, but she does that for pictures and her contests. And then uh, I think Sophie's going out uh, as a, uh, as a pirate tonight. And I think dad's just going to be uh, going house to house with her, just making sure everything's uh, kosher with that. So uh, it is good. It's a fun time. I, I know my family and my group had a, a good night out the other day that uh, we talked about it this morning, what they were dressed up as. So uh, it's fun for all. And it's a good time. There you go. It sounds like a plan. We'll safe travels uh, out here to Boise and we'll see you Wednesday. All right. Thanks a lot, Cam. Well, earlier today, the Rapid City Rush arrived into town, and I've got a feeling it's going to be quite the series, not only here this week, but all season long, as the Steelheads and Rush will meet a combined 14 times this season. It all begins tomorrow night at the Idaho Central Arena, and then Friday and Saturday night. You can head to IdahoSteelheads.com or call 208 208- Three eight three zero zero eight zero for all the information. Well, that's what's going on this week in the ECHL here in Idaho. When we come back, we'll take a look around the league at last week's ECHL plays the week, and we'll get you caught up to speed within the Mountain Division. You're listening to the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Deschutes Brewery on Sports Radio ninety five three FM and thirteen fifty AM. The ticket. All right, I'm thinking we order some pizzas, drink a nice cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, and then party till dawn, man! 
when I'm in my jammies. For everyone whose wild night ends promptly at 9 p.m., you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. Steelheads fans, as you listen to this broadcast, did you know you're close to a delicious Deschutes Brewery beer? Like Lil Squeezy, a light, juicy ale bursting with hoppy citrus flavor. Speaking of flavor, did you know that some people can lose their ability to taste? It's called aguasia, I think, something like that. What a bummer that would be, although vegetables just got better. Well, if you can taste, try Lil Squeezy Juicy Ale, available everywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Deschutes Brewery, Bend, Oregon. It comes with the territory. Dear Idaho, we live in a time where each passing moment is posted. Opinions are debated. Integrity of information becomes diluted and distorted. The arguments may be temporary, but the stories carry permanence in shaping how we think. The future is not set in stone, but our present is printed in ink. Idaho Press. Local news worth holding. Hi there. It's Les Schwab Tires. Well, more like Les Schwab alignment and brakes and shocks and wheels and tires. Now, some tire places don't offer all that. They only sell tires. And we're not sure how they sleep at night, because all those services affect things like steering and stopping. That's why we offer more than tires to help keep you safe. Stop by or book an appointment at LeshSchwab.com. Les Schwab Tires, doing the right thing since 1952. As CEO of Jack in the Box, I'm proud to announce the Double Bonus Jack Combo. With double the beef and double the cheese, you're going to feel like you're seeing double. Or, you know, eating double. Either way, not bad for $5.99. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. My name is Charles, and I smoked for 21 years. I have four kids, and they're asking me, Daddy, can you stop smoking? And it was just a look in their eyes when I said I would. And then all of a sudden, I would pick it back up. They'd just look at me, and they're like, so disappointed. That made me feel bad. My girlfriend, her and I both quit at the same time. We just decided we're going to have to talk each other through. And so we were supportive along the way. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit projectfilter.org. This is the sound of people learning. One, two. Gamers gaming. Patients consulting. How's he doing? A lot better. Friends bonding. This is the sound of fast, reliable internet with speeds up to one gig and whole home Wi-Fi so all your devices stay connected. This is the sound of Sparklight, a stronger connection. Up to 940 megabits per second download and 50 megabits per second upload speeds for gig service. Sparklight modem required for whole home Wi-Fi. Visit sparklight.com for details. The defending Mountain West basketball champion Boise State Broncos take on Washington State out of the Pac-12 in the Capital City Classic presented by Idaho Central Credit Union. It tips off Saturday, November 12th at 5 at Idaho Central Arena. Tickets start as low as $30 and can be purchased at IdahoCentralArena.com and Ticketmaster.com or by calling 208-331-TIXS. The Broncos and Cougs clash in downtown Boise, Saturday, November 12th. Mm-mm-mm. That's exactly what the Flavor Doctor ordered. A harmonious match of hot, delicious pizza and ice-cold, refreshing Pepsi. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
Cam McGuire back with you here on the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show. Steelheads in Rapid City Rush tomorrow night from the Idaho Central Arena. Well, there was a lot of good plays last week around the ECHL. And without further ado, let's send it over to last week's ECHL Plays of the Week. From across America's premier double-A hockey league, this is the ECHL Plays of the Week. Of the week. High slot, slap shot, off the glove, and in! Now for the net, he scores! With week two of the ECHL season in the books, it's time to look back at the best from the past week. Hello again, everybody. This is Weston DeWitt. The voice of the Norfolk Admirals here to bring you another edition of ECHL Plays of the Week. We're going to kick things off this week by showcasing the goaltenders. In Estero on Saturday night, the Florida Everblades raised their Kelly Cup championship banner before their 25th anniversary home opener. Last year's playoff MVP was goaltender Cam Johnson, and he picked up right where he left off, turning in a brilliant 28-save shutout performance as the Everblades took down Jacksonville 2-0. Now it's played on the left wing side. Martin trying to get it in front and Johnson quick as a cat. He's there with that left mitt. That was Mike Kelly with the call on the Everblades broadcast network. Next we head out to West Virginia. Wheeling's Taylor Gauthier had a day to remember on Sunday afternoon at West Banco Arena as the Nailers earned their first victory of the season against the Iowa Heartlanders. Gauthier earned his first professional win and he did so in shutout fashion as he denied all 20 shots that he faced. Here's DJ Abasella's call from the closing seconds of Gautier's big moment. 15 on the clock, Heartlanders working around. Maniscalco, the good block. Jostling, not enough to get it out. Long wrister, blocked in traffic. Tremblay guides this one up the right side. It lands in center ice, and Taylor Gautier, his first professional victory is a shutout. Two-nothing, Nailers win it. Iowa Heartlanders forward Tommy Paratito has made strides over the first two weeks of the season and was rewarded last week in Cincinnati. He joined the Cyclones early in the season, but he gives it away, breakaway, Paratino, speed, shoot, scores! What a way for his first professional goal! A breakaway creates the turnover and finishes top shelf, 2-0! 5-17 gone in the second and grabbed the puck for Tommy Paratino. Paratino joined the Heartlanders after a strong NCAA career at Michigan Tech. That was David Fine with the call on the Heartlanders broadcast network. On Friday night in Rapid City, the Rush welcomed the Kansas City Mavericks to town for the team's home opener. Rapid City exploded for four goals in the second period, including this strike from Max Coda. Helgeson with it. Helgeson feeding one in front, looking for a body. Second chance. Coda scores. Max Coda on a backhand. Rapid City is pouring it on. That's three unanswered goals, and it's four to two. Coda's first of the season gave the rush some breathing room as they went on to win that game six to four. That was Brian Gardner on the Rush Hockey Network. Idaho Steelheads forward Ryan Domowski is off to a hot start this season, leading Idaho in goals and points. On Saturday night in a 4-0 victory over Utah, the East Lime Connecticut native would cash in on his fifth goal of the year. Helen Bice who drops back for Cudlin. Nifty move, quick shot, rebound, Domowski, he scores! What a pass from Ty, Helen Bice to Ryan Domowski! 
the Steelheads take a 3-0 lead a minute and nine seconds into the third. That was Cam McGuire on the Steelheads broadcast network. Heading into this week, Domowski is tied for the league lead in goals and tied for fourth in points. The Maine Mariners spent the weekend down in Norfolk visiting the Admirals for the first time in almost three years. Sunday afternoon's contest was the rubber match, and it was all tied at two midway through the third until Nick Master scored his second of the afternoon, putting the Mariners up three to two. Master still wasn't done for the day, adding some insurance just a few minutes later. Pops it around the boards. Fossier able to pitch it out. And now Santos with one man back. Comes into the zone. Gathers it. Turns. Santos sets up at the circle. Feeds it across. A chance for Master. He completes the hat trick. Nick Master takes the pass from Santos. Finishes on the backhand. That was Michael Keeley on the Mariners broadcast network. It was Master's second career hat trick as Maine went on to beat Norfolk 5-3. Out to Kansas City we go, where Mavericks forward Nick Pastajov beat the buzzer at the end of the first period for his first of two on the night, leading Kansas City to a 3-0 win in Rapid City on Saturday night. Here's Alex LeMay with the call. McKenna over for Mullen, rebounds to lose, Pastajov fighting, he scores! Nick Pastajov, a buzzer beater, signaled a goal, and it's a big one for Kansas City. The Atlanta Gladiators found lightning in a bottle last Sunday in the third period against the Orlando Solar Bears. Mike Pellick, Derek Topadich, and Gabe Gertler scored three goals in 57 seconds to send the Glads on their way to a 6-3 win. Topadich straight away. Here is Lowen. Lowen right in front for Pellick. Backhander, they score! Mike Pellick gets checked down but finds the back of the net. The winds of change have favored the Gladiators here in the third. Kylie finds Topadage who lets one rip and scores. Derek Topadage makes it 5-3. Kylie gains the zone again. Hits Davis in the trailer all the way across. Right in front, they score. Tic-tac-toe. And Gertler crosses the three X's and makes it 6-3. That was Mike Fulta on the Gladiators broadcast network. The Norfolk Admirals picked up their first win of the season last Friday, and a big reason why is because of forward Tag Bertuzzi. And if that last name sounds familiar to you, it's because, in fact, he is the son of NHL great Todd Bertuzzi. Tag scored his first professional goal on Friday in what was the eventual game-winning goal for Norfolk. As the pair of 11s collide, up top a slap shot, scored! his first professional goal and it's a big one 2-1 ads with 2.23 to go in the second get him that puck Bertuzzi would finish the weekend with four points in three games that was yours truly with the call on the Admirals broadcast network and lastly we finish things off in Cincinnati where the Red Hot Cyclones hosted their home opener after going 3-0 on the road to begin the year despite falling behind 2-0 at home to Iowa The Clones managed a come-from-behind win, including four goals in a four-minute, 10-second span on Saturday night. The final one came from the stick of Lincoln Griffin. Minute left in the power play. Cyclones looking to go up by three after they started the period, and nine minutes ago they were down by one. Now they could go up by three. Let's see if it happens. Smerich across. Griffin the shot! Asking you shall receive power play goal. Lincoln Griffin, 5-2 Cincinnati. That was Andrew Mossbrooks on the Cyclones broadcast network. 
Griffin's power play goal capped off a blitz of offense in the third period from Cincinnati as the club went on to win 5-2 and improved to 4-0 on the season. Well, that wraps things up here for another edition of ECHL Plays of the Week. This is Weston DeWitt saying so long until next time. Have a great week, everybody, and enjoy the hockey. Cam McGuire back with you here on the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Deschutes Brewery to wrap things up here. Taking a quick glance at the Mountain Division standings, the Steelheads are in first. They're the only team in the division with three wins thus far. Four games in, the Steelheads are currently three in one. It's a couple teams that are two and one. Wichita is two, one and one in second place with five points. The Steelheads have six. Kansas City, two and one with four points. Rapid City, who the Steelheads will face the next six straight games. The Rush are two and two with four points, joined alongside by the Utah Grizzlies and the Allen Americans and the Tulsa Oilers round out the Mountain Division with a one and two record, two points through their first three games. Well, like we said, the Steelheads and the Rush going to meet six consecutive times. It begins tomorrow night at the Idaho Central Arena for buy one, get one beers, and then Friday and Saturday as the Steelheads close out uh, their five-game homestand here in downtown Boise. You can head to idahosteelheads.com for all the information or call 208-383-0080. We'd love to see you down this week at the Idaho Central Arena, but if you can't make it, you can always tune in right here on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 13.50 AM, the ticket. Well, that'll just about do it for tonight's show. Tomorrow night, the puck will drop at 7, 10 p.m. We'll start this uh, start tomorrow night with our hockey show beginning at 6 p.m. And we've got a special interview for you with Steelheads defenseman uh, Patrick Kudla. Marty Flickle is going to be back in the broadcast booth tomorrow night. So we'll chat with Marty early on as the Steelheads and Rush get set for a 7, 10 p.m. faceoff. Well, that'll do it here tonight. A big thanks for everyone listening. Our producer behind the glass, KJ, a job well done as always. For myself, Cam McGuire, thanks for listening, and have a great night, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Deschutes Brewery Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Fresh Squeezed IPA, Fresh Haze IPA, and Wowza, Locale Hazy Pale Ale by Les Schwab. Our business is earning your trust. By Pepsi Zero Sugar, all the flavor, zero the sugar. Official soft drink of the Idaho Steelheads. And Idaho Central Credit Union, the exclusive credit union provider of the Idaho Steelheads, Idaho Central Arena, and the Grove Hotel.